Bennington, Bennington. Welcome everybody to Ronald Reagan's favorite podcast, Stalin's favorite podcast, and your daughter's favorite podcast, Secret Public Plan. My code name is Young Boy Always Broke Again, and my plan in life is to remove the boot off my neck. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Turn it up. And to all my lovely homo sapiens out there, happy new year. Let's get this year started off right. Let's be in a positive mindset. My code name is A. Hold up. Where's my wallet? And my plan in life is to make a million dollars because I can be set from there, I guess. I don't know. I guess, you know, million dollars is the uh, target. But you are listening to The Secret Public Plan. Let's get it started. Let's go. Gang, gang. All right. So how, how's uh, how's your week been, Clue? My week's been good, man. Um, it, it, dude, I don't know what it is with these last couple of days before, you know, after Christmas and then into the new year. You know, you've been getting gifts and stuff and you, you see who gives you gifts in life and who doesn't give you gifts. And then you see who who, who, give, who you don't get gifts and who uh, gives you gifts. And you're like, damn, am I a piece of am I? Am I a That's just my enemy. That's just my enemy list, bro. What the fuck do you mean? <laughs> no, no, I know what you feel, though. When somebody doesn't give you the gift that you that you would that you asked for, you know, actually, do people still ask for gifts? Actually, I can't even like. Like, I feel like I'm just I just made up a scenario like yeah the only reason you should be mad at Christmas if you, is if you don't get what you asked for but I'm like wait a minute that's hella that's hella that's hella immature what the fuck yeah. <laughs> do niggas still like, get angry for that I mean I'm mad you didn't give me a present for Christmas wow but we'll let that slide um yeah I think stay well, angry dead nigga it ain't coming <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think people do still uh, ask for presents. I think it's more of a... That's like uh, for people that are really planning out Christmas. Like, we're going to have a Christmas at Grandma's house. Make sure you bring the the uh, the glazed ham and I'm going to bring the roasted turkey and all that stuff. Did you bring the pot? You know how you know like, Grandma likes her OG kush? Smoke weed every day. <laughs> Grandma. We only have wedding cake, Mom. Well, well, Grandma's about to beat the fuck out of your ass. <laughs> Grandma's retired. She's trying to go out and eat. She's like, hold up. It's legal now in Cali. I'm about to be smoking. Bro, Obama's America is so crazy, bro. It's so openly accepted that old people just love smoking pot, bro. It's crazy, bro. Niggas are really going to jail for this shit so frequently, bro. And now it's just like a joke of the day that you have a YouTube video of old white people smoking weed, bro. Thanks, Obama. I think we always forget that weren't these the people that went to Woodstock and were doing smoking weed, doing LSD, eating mushrooms? Like, these, this was like super woke people. Remember, I guess, whatever, super woke, not woke, whatever you want to say. But they were they were out there really breaking the laws, get, not giving a single fuck about the police or nothing. I mean, they were they were all white going to a concert, so nobody really cared. But say that's the poser generation, in my opinion, because like you're you're 100 right. They had that revolutionary thought, like dead ass. The civil rights the civil rights era was a dead ass fucking war. Niggas were getting killed. Presidents are getting assassinated. We had so many like amazing leaders just get up and go down again. And we had an entire generation to witness that. But to only, but you know, 20, 30, 40 years later, we get to see how they've, you know, grown from that. And it makes me, <laughs> it's crazy how I'm able to bring up this tangent from this, but it, it just shows me how powerful the internet was with making information free or putting just another world where people could have a way to attack the conversation of things. Because you had an entire generation who pretty much got pacified uh, because they were they were told to believe to, to believe everything the man on the tube said you know they they didn't question the narratives of Malcolm X MLK Michael Moore said in the, in the documentary 119 that uh, the reason he, he he even though he's such a leftist he gives a, a small pass to Obama because he remembers when he was 10 years old from his coming from Catholic Church uh, that when MLK MLK's de- assassination was announced on the radio everybody in the congregation cheered. 
Really, nigga? It's uh, Michael Moore. Michael, Michael Moore, the documentary director. Oh, okay. I thought you said, I thought you said Macklemore. I was like, that nigga is not that Michael old. Macklemore. <laughs> Macklemore just, damn, how did he, he went from, he came from that to hip hop? Wow. Like, nigga really had a journey. <laughs> nah, damn. That's crazy. Nigga, <laughs> nigga's making raps under his blanket. It's like, I can't let them know. I can't let them know I listen to this music. They'll never accept me. <laughs> Macklemore, for 20 years later, gets like a biopic, like end up way straight out of Compton, straight out of Seattle. <laughs> Where is he anyway? I, Macklemore fell off. I don't even know if he writes music anymore. Damn. Oh, really? He had like, honestly, I have to, I have to give a shout out to Macklemore for really like, like people come at him for what what happened at the Grammys, like especially texting Kendrick Lamar that one time after he should not have been good, good kid in Matt City at all. Do, 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 um, do. But him taking a back seat in terms of like the highlight of his career and making sure not to, I don't know if he did that on purpose or, you know, the, just the waving tides of just fandom, you know, like you only, you only pop off so long or it, until you got to utilize it longstanding. But I do appreciate that backseat take. Cause I really thought it was about to be like a worse Eminem, like starting from the Grammys and him winning, you know, like uh, really an Elvis or generation, but it didn't turn out to happen that way. Hip hop is like, hip hop is one of the, sorry, I'll, I'll let you speak, but hip hop is weirdly hasn't taken the same like path as other music genres and getting co-opted you know what is that i mean i'm i'm fine with you know i think the there's a whole entire subculture of people that don't want uh integration (laughs) don't want integration when it comes to certain things in particular uh like hip-hop for example like it's it's okay if you're you're white and you listen to hip-hop and you pay for our music but if you're white and you want to be an artist in the in the industry it's not okay and i'm like yo it's it's music end of the day like music is supposed to be music if it's good and it touches the people like anybody should be able to hop in any game like imagine if you just said that you just said it touches the people music is more than just music you know what i mean like it's an art form that's supposed to is, is that supposed to have you know deep layers multiple layers for people to think or people to gain a new perspective yeah and I'm, that's why i'm fine with honestly i think eminem is one of the top rappers we've ever seen like he just has and white rappers you mean no just or rappers in general rappers in general i'm not gonna i'm not even mm-hmm. gonna you know narrow him down well definitely if we put him in white rappers i'll i'll put him up there but even if i put him in rappers he is one of the one of the where would you put him in white rappers white rappers I, I would say he's number one. I can't put anybody else above. Really? Him. Yeah. Who, Mac you, Miller? No, I'm not putting Mac Miller above Eminem. Really? Mac, Mac Miller is nice. Don't get me wrong. Really? I'll put, I'll put Mac Miller too, but I'm putting Eminem one. Eminem has a certain type of uh, uh, vulnerability in his music where he's he's willing to attack himself. Bro, oh, bro, you shouldn't have said vulnerability, bro, in a matchup with Mac Miller, bro. I can't even listen to some Mac right now just because like how, like because the nigga died, you know? And it's <laughs> a lot of his music a lot of his music talks about like the finite of his life i'm like fuck yeah but that's just you know that's just music in general it just it kind of just speak flatter when you're dead like when you <laughs> listen to when you listen to xxx tentacion you're like oh shit this nigga died yeah like he was really spitting some shit you feel me like it, but when he was but when he was alive like people weren't riding with him that much but when it, business are one of the best things you can do for your music career is die like people just start to fanboy around you unfortunately what's that what's 
what's that Drake song? If I die, uh, I'll be a motherfucking legend. If la la la, whatever, whatever. Fuck Drake, but uh, I'll still bang that shit. But oh, man, not again. <laughs> what's up with you and your animosity to Drake? I don't need a Drake feature, nigga. This is the platform I stand on. I'll say this in every episode, bro. Niggas are scared to talk about. Niggas are really talking scared to talk about powerful figures, and I'm like, powerful in, in what way, my nigga? They, they they have a they they have a louder voice. What the fuck can Drake do? No, they got shooters. Oh, you think Drake got shooters? Drake for sure has shooters. You, wheelchair, wheelchair Jimmy got shooters? Can I still use that joke? Is that not too old, right? No, it's not too old. But wheelchair Jimmy, <laughs> wheelchair Jimmy graduated, and that boy now got major shooters, bro. Major shooters. He got, shoot, he got shooters across the border, bro. He wasn't lying when he said that. His, his shooters don't even have nine millimeters. They just have big-ass bazookas that shoot wheelchairs at people. Bro, he got snipers. He got, he got dead-ass snipers. Like, ah, fuck, ah, fuck. The wheel, the wheel's in my eye. The wheel's in my eye. It's like, Hey, hey, don't, hey, don't fuck with me in the sex, bro, bro. <laughs> That's not even a Canadian accent. <laughs> hey. Nah, I'm telling you, bro. He got, he definitely has shooters. He was a, he was protege and underneath, uh, not protege and apprentice and underneath uh, Jay-Z, bro. Jay-Z and uh, a, a bunch of people that Jay-Z has brought up. Drake? Nah, Lil Wayne, bro. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was, he, was, he was like really mentoring underneath uh, Lil Wayne, and Lil Wayne for sure got shooters. But then he Drake made a strong connection with Jay Z and started to uh, learn that way. It's J Cole too. J Cole got shooters, bro. It's it's kind of just a uh, once you once you get to a certain uh, once you got a certain yeah. point, you just got murderers on call. Nah, it's not even you don't need. That's what you said, nigga. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. But you don't even need to be a class. You just once you get to like being like <laughs> a C class and you get your first song on the radio, you get shooters. Bro. You make sure you make sure you, nothing, nothing you touch, nothing, you know, you don't have to touch anything and business gets handled for you while you're, you're bringing money in. That was easy. It's just, it, it's just a case of, you know, the business, but that's why I tell you, I tell you, bro, be careful. When will we get our shooters, bro, bro? When, when do we have to put in the application Uh, you, you, it, it, to get shooters? Definitely has to be a white guy. Definitely has to be a white guy. I mean, you want, he, he won't get too caught up. You want, you want multiple shooters. You want, you want shooters people aren't expecting so most of I, I believe most of drake shooters are females yeah. most of drake shooters are female that's why that way you never expecting it because they just you know you ain't expecting just a, a girl to run up on your shit and just straight tech nine it from across the street but hey Damn. you know drake got female shooters like gaddafi i believe i believe that's what kiki that's kiki right there kiki do you are you riding? That nigga ain't lying, bro. Shut up. That nigga did not make a song about a fucking shooter, bro. You got that is not what that song is about, bro. Hey, in my feelings, you gotta, you gotta show, you gotta love, show love to your shooters, man. How they gonna, how they gonna uh, ride with you if you don't show love? No, that, I guess that's true. That's I guess that's true. Like to temper their feelings, like their, 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 their murder tendencies. Like, hold on, let me make you a rap song real quick. Relax now. They're people, <laughs> they're, they're people too. They're not just running around. I'm not saying they're not. I'm not saying they're not people. You can be a murder and still be a person bro yeah they're not like, running uh, uh, thoughts all day <laughs> <laughs> they, the adrenaline's just pumping i'm like okay what's the next target drake i'm like like bro it's fucking wednesday like relax <laughs> like it was a one-time thing bro it's christmas bro relax. you hear about the uh the uh, rv that exploded in nashville the fuck up you didn't hear about this uh, like uh, christmas like we're talking christmas day damn the rv exploded in nashville yeah man you haven't heard about this 
sore? You've been locked in the in the closet, my guy. Um, yeah, bro, my closet, my closet's a living room, bro. There's so many, there's so many secrets in here, bro. I don't even understand. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Christmas Day, I guess uh, somebody drove an RV into like urban downtown Nashville and uh, set up the whole entire thing. Had like an, a voice announcement, like uh, a bomb is gonna go off in 15 minutes. Oh, shit, like, like some far right shit. Like, uh, uh, I don't know if it was far right, far left, uh, proud boys or whatever but they they let off a message like hey this a bomb is going to explode in 15 minutes please evacuate the area in 15 minutes a bomb went off blew up this rv and i believe it blew up blew up like half a block a block of a of stuff it's not like a crater in the ground or nothing but just like destruction you know windows blasted all that kind of stuff fbi you know fbi and uh, atf are all over this shit they were probably making some uh, door knocks on shit yesterday the shit christmas night and you know up to this point they're still making door knocks trying I'm, to figure out what, what went on but yeah rv just exploded in downtown nashville i'm looking that shit up right now i'm on bbc news just because niggas fucking american broke news sites over. always want to ask for dollars shit broke ass niggas um <laughs> i love i love bbc news too because they just beat they get straight to the facts you are listening you are now listening to the bbc news broadcast i love them they, they do their job let's see nashville explosion camper van blast suspect named by police oh shit damn bro i'm looking at the aftermath this shit looks Mm -hmm. damn this shit fuck shit up uh injured three people in nashville on christmas day have named the suspect after dna was collected at the scene on nigga fucked up bro niggas have to do crimes in like a hazmat suit bro come on now rookie mistakes bro this ain't gta bro You can't just. No, bro. Even then, I think they still are able to find the DNA. I don't know. Like, I don't know how they just found the DNA in a, an explosion. I, I, that, that's not for us to know. That's above my. Opinion. Nah, bro. It is for us to know, bro. The cops, bro. You see that? That's the type of mentality that needs to be destroyed, bro. Cops are not the end. Are, are not the are not the fucking Avengers, bro. They do not know all or or are all, are all all. If that sentence made any fucking sense, huh? Bro, but learning in law school that really your biggest fight is really the civil servants that we call the fucking police um really opens your eyes that it's 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 the same with it's the same with the same idea that an arson would try to be a firefighter you know like uh a drug dealer of course would try to find someone to legitimize something that he's good at if there is a position where you have power over your citizenry or you can do you and if you're if you're smart about it you could essentially just be a wanton racist with no real repercussions of course it's going to attract people who want that sort of power so i think about uh, the cops like when people when people say about well what about blue lives matter like sure all again black if all lives matter black lives matters too but when you bring in the discussion about the f- what the fear police have on like their duty as public servants uh their their duty uh, their duty as public servants uh super supersedes anything that they think might happen when their duty is for us for us straight up straight up um what well, sorry what i'm really trying to say is that assholes are more likely to join the police than any other type of person so if they do some shit we have to fucking know that's true that's true i just i just i think i think this this is a, a nice little ring around to if you don't if you gonna uh, set off a bomb make sure your shooter does it make sure you don't you do think it. they're the shooter who is this malcolm or shooter <laughs> nigga <laughs> nah there's no there's no there's no shooter involved in this there ain't no shooter involved if there was a shooter involved in this you know there's no warning it's 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 strange to me too because it's like uh, it's it's hard to understand the motivation behind this kind of um this explosion because nobody has claimed it yet it was just you know and and it was a warning so it was like you weren't trying to really kill anybody it's kind of you were just trying to destroy the block it's it's weird to me um i'm, I'm happy to hear there's no uh, fatalities or casualties yet 
Uh, it's hard. It's sad. To, it's, yeah, it's it's sad to it's sad to find that there's you know three people that got uh got hurt and hopefully yeah hopefully they recover quickly. But it's yeah this is a it's a weird time a weird way to end 2020 and I hope that uh, 2021 does not continue these vibes, man. Cause shit, I'm trying to. Yo, bro, I'm sorry. I I gotta double down on this camper thing, bro. Cause this shit is kind of sus. I'm I'm trying to figure out what message. Cause he uh, he blew up the van in front of uh, a giant AT and T building. Uh, struck. It suffered structural damage. Windows were blown out. Yada yada yada. Um. So the fact that he did it in front of the building, this is deliberate. But every time I try to figure out what his last message was, it's not showing it. I'm just like, so was it a was it a warning message? Okay, so it says Van broadcasting a warning message to leave the area, but were there any other messages of why he targeted AT and T? Like this, so far from what I I feel like. So is it, because this it, uh, it, that, I'm, that just sounds like some fucking revolutionary action to me. It sounds like it looks like the dude who set off the explosion died with it. Um, Anthony Warner. They found his DNA at the crime scene. The FBI said um, so. It looks like the FBI has got it handled, which doesn't stop you know to always question the feds. You know, first and foremost, the FBI killed MLK. Never get that shit confused. Did, did it say that he died at the scene, or did they say they found his DNA? At the they scene? found his remains on the scene, and they said um, it, they believe it was him. Well, it says a suspect of course you know it's you're not supposedly you know you're not you're 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 innocent until proven guilty but you know that's that's 100 bullshit i mean niggas will post your entire fucking life story as as, if you're especially if you're black bro (laughs) never have a bad picture bro Fuck your graduation pic. They'll use that picture uh, picture of you and a wife beater taking a selfie in a the mirror. <laughs> they will, bro. Nah, bro. It's, no it's fuck. These niggas are snakes, bro. No question. Nah, that's it, it, it is definitely a weird way to... It's a weird explosion because it's like it doesn't make uh, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. But yeah, I mean, I, once again, I hope I hope 2020 uh, leaves a, a, a lot of this stuff behind. But I don't know, bro. It's either going to in my opinion, it, it goes one of two ways. Right. It's either going to it's going to subside and we head back to, uh, I guess, what normal used to be or we're going to. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a normal gonna, again. I think, it's, yeah, to be honest, I think it's going to continue snowballing. It's going to snowball until some some change comes about that really helps uh the the whole that you know that helps us as a humanity you know i'm hoping shit you know we're type zero civilization right now i'm trying to be a type one civilization i'm trying to i'm trying to go on vacation on the moon and maybe mars but shit man we we struggling we struggling down here on earth so to all my uh uh interstellar and uh uh extraterrestrial beings that are listening to the podcast yo help us out stop bullshitting bro we're trying to be type one i'm tired of fucking uh having my fucking internet drop y'all y'all got the clean connection help me out i was gonna say like really just to like piggyback off what you just said my nigga i would really say that um what you say about it it's snowballing and there's going to be change i feel like the change is already happening um because yeah it is honestly if there's anything that humanity is good or something we could like really just connect our time with histories that shit snowballs 100% we as a species are damn good at making shit just progressively just keep going um and you're right the we're i feel like 2020 um really is the marking of like a new era 
of what we consider America for us. I think the only like it's shitty because, you know, we're fucking young, bro. Like I'm 25, you're 24. Like we're going to have to we're, we're going to see the results of everything that's happening today. Um, And that's scary. That's really scary for people. It's why we have so many conversation of like when is when are things going to be normal? Because change is fucking terrifying. You know, we, we like shit that we're used to. Um, And really, without things are going now, especially like um, I guess this is something we could throw in the topic about how the vaccine is going to be distributed. America, the UK, all the countries that fucked up the most during the vax during the whole COVID crisis are getting the vac getting the vaccine first. But we still don't have a way to distribute it out to like everybody. And so, like some of the projections say, everybody might get it by like 2022. Bro, by 2022. Yeah, just because, dude, like our health insurance, our health infrastructure is so fucking garbage, dude. Like we we saw during the crisis that we could we were willing to fucking give uh, police officers fucking Gundams, but we give nurses and doctors fucking trash bags you know and then people want it and people think like people barely people barely know when to get their flu shot how the fuck are we gonna dispense a fucking covid vaccine i mean yeah you know Back to the flu, bro. I've never got a flu shot, man. I mean, maybe one. Boom, bro. You're the fucking bro. There you go. Maybe it's mandatory in every in like in, in, in especially in the EU. In, in most countries, it's mandatory before you can even sign up your kid. He has to have his shots of the year. Yeah, whatever. For bro. school, I don't need no flu shot to help me. What happened to naturals? <laughs> what happened? Wrapped in natural selection. That's what the nigga Trump wanted in the leaked fucking files. He said he wanted herd immunity. Nigga, herd immunity is the dumbest way to get rid of a vi- get rid of a virus, bro. That nigga said like, okay, we're gonna wait till there's fifty percent of niggas who are infected, and not and actually it's not even fifty percent. You have to get more than fifty percent of people to get infected for human immu- herd immunity to even be a fucking yeah. conversation. So that nigga said, okay, we're gonna wait for a couple more bodies. Yeah, I mean the the herd immunity mar- argument is uh it's kind of like um it. it it's a it's a hard to understand argument, but the thing is, like you know, until you have a vaccine, you're pretty much doing. It's the it. argument of failures, my nigga. Nigga said, that, like, no, okay, like until you're until a vaccine is on the market, you're doing herd immunity, bro. Like people are still gonna get infected, people are still gonna catch the infection. It's just you're being slower about spreading the infection. So I I I I I, I can see where herd immunity is like, oh, like we're doing herd immunity, might as well dive head in. Bits. <laughs> Like, there's no reason to say, oh, everybody shut down the economy. Like, because you're doing, you, you're trying to slow down the inevitable. Like, you know, you're fighting gotta, the virus. You can't. We got to start, we got to start adding more weight to uh, when you say, when, especially when you say things like, we just got to dive right in. I'm like, you're talking about a, a, a we of 300 million people. I mean, hey, the we is more than, and, the we is more than, and I think, I mean, in America, yeah. And, 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 and that's not me yeah, saying what you're saying is wrong, but it's me saying that um, a lot of perspectives and a lot of decisions make a lot more sense and you have the ability to like judge the fuck out of them once you really once the responsibility becomes clear because at the at the end of, at the end of the day we have to thank god for the internet bro like this may be what the episode is gonna have to be fucking called but like we have examples around the world of niggas doing it right so really what we face as america americans is the embarrassment that uh the lie that we were fed pretty much most millennial zoomers were fed that we were the best is fucking <laughs> garbage bullshit bro I mean, we like what's like what's the last big thing America has done, bro? Land on the fucking moon? Uh, Fifty years ago, bro? We killed Osama bin Laden. That nigga doesn't control my rent. Uh, neither did the moon. <laughs> what you talking about? Exactly, bro. This this fucking honestly, bro. This country's a husk, bro. And I think 
where people are going to realize that 2021 bro is like not we're not going to just get shit we're like if niggas are expecting revolution next year i don't think so that's gonna that's not gonna happen but if you look at history bro the roman empire didn't just it wasn't just a day where the roman empire just just oh boom and everything was went down downhill right at the day didn't exist tomorrow things are just gonna get progressively just shittier that's how it's gonna work like it's just gonna get shittier and fucking shittier and i think that's gonna be a real eye-opening moment we're gonna have i see the i i see the big thing that's gonna if i could i know 100 percent something that's gonna happen in 2021 is new fucking conversations we're gonna have a lot of new conversations of the structure of america yeah i think we'll have new conversations like very i think you're a little pessimistic about it all i want to be a little more i'm just pragmatic my nigga like i just see i i i'm a i look at i i look at i i look at people's behaviors i look at what we've done before i look at what we're doing now and i base it off that like because really uh, I, I i am a half glass full nigga like that's why i don't i i i would go against the whole pessimistic shit i i it's really just that you know it's that it's that it's it's what you said before you know like uh if you put your bar too unrealistically high you're only just gonna get disappointed be always be realistic so i'm realistic with this country i i, I see what you're saying but uh yeah you can use your fancy word pragmatic and all but it sounds a little pessimistic to me over here saying same letter but different meaning i think you gotta there's definitely gonna be a lot of change that comes in the next uh in the next couple of years um i've been reading a bunch of numerology and stuff and people what's that numerology is like based off of the letters and numbers of the year and stuff there's a there's a certain meaning meaning behind what's going to happen for that year so um 2020 is the is the beginning of like a five year cycle or something where Wait, is this your like fucking astrology, my nigga? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. But like, oh, are you fucking? Why are you so indigo, my nigga? Bro, when you when you when you dive deep, bro, when you you try to start to understand the universe, you start to see there's things uh, beyond the human sense. We'll never understand the universe, bro. Hey, I mean, like women. You can, <laughs> you, can uh, you can say you can say that, man. But when you when you sit there and you really just seen it you see there's things beyond the human senses that uh make up what this is so i don't know you know who knows what it whether it's true or not who knows whether it's whatever you know people could just be made of course uh you, you know you could you can believe like you know the stars don't have a uh effect on what happens on earth but i mean that's to think you know so little of the the universe in my opinion so little of uh all the energy out there in this in this field yeah um but yeah no man i just i think for sure there's a lot of change to come i think america um america is gonna have a a big awakening with a lot of uh the people and they're gonna be questioning uh is this the way we want to do things you know because there's you know to be as morbid as as it is like covid knocked out a a bunch of the the boomer generation and now we got a lot of uh nah 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 the the covid has knocked out a lot of the minority community and that's the big problem yeah minority minority community but also boomers too. we're in danger bro we're at risk bro because we're black bro statistically we're we're a fucking statistic you know <laughs> like statistically we're a statistic relax now you're you're black i'm mixed bro so i got the i got you're the- black too my nigga both your parents are black bro remember bro remember you're 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 you're, you're, you're a spy bro what are the cream sickles doing bro uh, right now they're pl- right now they're, uh, <laughs> they're planning how to take this podcast down but we got, we got a nice little uh thing set up they can't do. When will they? When will they have time in between painting their nails to do that, bro? Fucking light skins, bro. They. 
biting my fingernails. That's my that's one of my resolutions in 2021. It's a resolution every year, but I don't know what it I'm is. I'm biting your fingernails, bro. Yeah, I don't know what it is about biting fingernails. Do you bite your fingernails, bro? Nah, I've never bit my fingernails. My mouth is fucking filthy, bro. You know how much box I eat, bro? I need to change my diet. Nigga talk about fucking biting out his nails, bro. Let me overcompensate. Let me uh let me bite somebody else's uh uh You're crazy, man. You're crazy, man. Let me let me bite your cuticles, honey. Uh, let me get let me get nasty. <laughs> no, I don't know. I I don't know why I've always had this. I've always bit my fingernails as a as a kid, even to an adult. I'm like, yeah, thing, thing? Um, like a nervousness type of thing. It's like a tick. Nah, bro. It's like a boredom thing. Just be bored as hell. Oh shit! I'll just be like, you just need you need you just need to smoke cigarettes. I'll get you. I'll get you a new habit. <laughs> yeah, let me, let me go from biting my fingernails to having a hole in my neck, talking through a, a mechanical box. I'm, I'm good on that. Bro. Then you'll have a new resolution, bro. Boom, problem solved. Nah, you know, just even talking about it right now, I think I just need to. I just need to do more exciting things in the day. I just can't catch myself being bored because when, I, when I, it's it's dead ass. Like I'll just be doing nothing, and I'll just be like, I just need to fix my fingernails real quick and i started biting at these john gross as hell gross as hell but i always brush my teeth always 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 i was freshening up my mouth with some gum or something afterwards so. did you hear about that in and out that opened in colorado <laughs> there's two there's two though two people people were, yeah there's two i believe two in and outs opened up in colorado bro but people were bugging out trying to go to in one i don't care what any of our fans think if y'all are in and out fans i'm sorry but y'all need to take a look in the mirror because they got some mediocre food two just all right i guess man regardless bro it's, hey what's it's, the two it's, what's it's, the two what's the two it's mediocre food bro when people are talking about yo we're in las vegas oh we don't have in and out from where we come from bro we gotta eat some in and out i always look at these basic ass motherfuckers and i'm like dude no like i'd rather go to mcdonald's <laughs> and catch my for the real low and know when I'm about to get and go to in and out and wait in line for 30 minutes just to eat. Uh, so like, not, not, not the McNuggets. Not, not the pink uh, gooey stuff, bro. I'm the pink gooey that. stuff, bro. What McDonald's are you going to? Freaky. Freaky, nigga. No, no, no. That's, that's, how, they, that's how they make the uh, the uh, chicken nuggets, bro. You ain't seen that? Bro, you ain't seen uh, Super Size Me? Bro, nah. Fuck Super Size Me. I've seen it. Like, that's like every fucking high school fucking health class back in the day, bro. They like That shit, that shit was so fucking dramatic my nigga i'm like who's eating who's eating school in america without seeing supersize me bro i think everybody no no, i've seen it i've seen it i've seen it i was saying like yeah i i I did high school health class bro i'm just saying that shit that was just an era of documentaries that were just dramatic for no like they had like i understood the idea but niggas were just way too dramatic in doing it there is a problem with fucking food deserts yes it it, and it this majority this most of the time this affects like minority communities but even those communities aren't eating mcdonald's breakfast lunch and dinner it was just the the way he did the study was just so unrealistic in the premise that he just tried he just utilized shock factor because the nigga realized that too yeah i mean i think he it shocked himself but i, I don't i'm just like i don't think he, come on yeah i don't think he followed up and was like yo y'all are are, are, are the people of this community eating mcdonald's every single day it's like nah they might eat it like what three four times a week maybe but nobody eating mcdonald's every day bro like <laughs> you know what i mean i was just like i, I was like my nigga i've been broke i've lived in communities where there's only fast food bro 
Poor people. It's the problem, bro. Like when niggas, it's, 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 I guess like this hits one of the topics uh, I want to talk about. Just like um, American, pers- Americans pr- perspectives on their value, bro. Or like, or uh, American perspectives in general on like a lot of just weird things. Like I, McDonald's, there's a lot of problem with fucking McDonald's. A hundred percent. The quality of the food. Sure. There's a fucking, there's a, there's an argument there, but the person, but the way he did it was just, it was so, it was so neoliberal, really. It was, it's, it's, it's identity politics to the fucking core. It's like the, the problem with McDonald's is, 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 uh, is, I would say, is the economic imperialism. It's coming into poor communities and, and really just pushing everybody out. It's paying their workers shit pay. It's, uh, it's, um, wow, I wish I, damn, I came in this so hot. I wish I brought up a fucking bullet point notes list of all this shit that McDonald's done, but there's shit that they've done is, is, is essentially the shit that every fucking big company that doesn't give a fuck about she does in America, bro, bro. I know, I went into a whole shit. I don't know about all of that. You think they don't, they don't care about people at all? I feel like, I feel like it's just inherent. If you don't pay people what they're worth, you don't care about them. Like, I feel like it's not, it's, you can't judge people based off what they say. You judge them by their actions. Yeah, but like, that's what, that's to say like everybody knows what they're worth, bro. Like, what, let me ask you, per hour. That, that, see, that's, that's that American perspective, no, 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 bro. That's just, that's you know your worth, bro. You're, you're worth, you're worth living. You're worth, you're. You are living. What the hell? Niggas didn't take away your life and put you in the matrix. Have <laughs> you getting siphoned into a fucking computer machine making a bunch of energy for them damn son they got you 100% on the floor cooking up some McPatties and McBurgers and McBuns bro McFries they doing they got you working. nah nigga they got you working for the nah, economy nigga. trying to make something make something who makes who makes the rules my nigga who makes the rules uh, God <laughs> <laughs> yeah the God doesn't give a fuck about this either that's what <laughs> I was like 100% Hold up. 100% Bro, don't be talking. Don't be talking about my God. The only, the only God, the only God that cares about me is Super Saiyan God. <laughs> Fuck that. I, I, I mean, <laughs> Goku don't. Goku, Goku fighting for the uh, existence of universe. What it's fourteen right now, so he don't care about. Hey, no crazy, no, no. Uh, we don't, we don't. Our God now doesn't even do that, bro. Yeah, he does, bro. If Goku's if Goku's alive right now, bro, he would beat the sh- he would beat the shit out of climate change, bro. Relax. He wouldn't fight the company, but the climate change would like turn into like a some alien, bro. And yeah. it's been, it's been, it's been uh, infesting the earth this entire time. He finds it and starts fighting it all around the globe. <laughs> And you just hear you just hear him scream. I need your energy. <laughs> Everybody, put your aerosol cans to the sky. <laughs> no, no, I really, I really don't. I, I disagree with your point, bro. I don't know if there. I think there's definitely a part of uh, inhumanization that happens in large corporations where they do start paying people less. And it, bro, it's looking, it's it's the, it's the name of the game, bro. Looking at the bottom, yeah, yeah, yeah. They start looking at the bottom line as like, okay, how can we make more profit, get more. Uh, money back to our investors make them the most happy people right and everything of that nature but you know it's it's to say like if big corporations didn't weren't around like you know the world be a a bit a much better place and don't get me wrong i think small business is a huge thing and honestly i think this is um a huge this is a point of covid that's gonna gonna ripple through the next couple of years is you know all the small businesses that went out of uh that are no longer around because, you know, the regulations for them to stay open were so much stricter than large business. You know, you could go to a Walmart or a Target all through COVID 
and it was fine. But if you wanted to go to like the little family owned grocery store, just like right across your street, for some reason, they were shut down. Like <laughs> it's, it's definitely there, not even some reason, not even some reason. Like this all goes back to like, if you're the hundred percent, the world would be a better place. If your perspective was true. Like if they were thinking like, okay, bottom line, yada, yada, we have to get back to investors. But if you're a good capitalist, you already know how to get your money back to, you already know how to get your money back to investors. And it's by cutting costs. Your, your first thing is your, when you get employers, if you're a good capitalist, you're thinking, how can I pay them the least amount of money possible to make sure my bottom line is clean? You're not thinking you're not thinking like, OK, well, they live in this area. They probably need this amount of money to like live and focus on the job. You're not thinking about that at all. You're you're probably you're, you're probably paying money to instill a culture that other capitalists have, uh, have been able to implement into their work field to think about, oh, uh, teamwork. Oh, uh, team meetings to like circum or like pizza parties to circumvent, you know, paying your employees uh, a living wage. But you're not you're 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 definitely not you're you're definitely never ever, which is and that's I would say that's the that's the core of the problem. That's the core of the problem. You're not thinking about the humanity of of the of what your money is is affecting people. You're not thinking about that the the inherent capital the inherent capital power that money has on people's lives. Because it's all it, it I guess it all goes around to uh what we were saying right in the beginning, like it's it, it's a snowball effect. If you keep, when you treat people this way, people are just going to pick up what, what works and just double down on it. There's not just that. No, I get. Sorry, sorry. What are you saying? I, 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 no, no. I get you. I get you. I think. I think there's definitely a class of people that definitely just look at. Like, like, like look Jeff like, Bezos. He's a role model for everybody trying to be a billionaire. What does he do with his warehouses? Boom. That's how every capitalist thinks. Because he is their example. Yeah. No, I, I I get that. There's there's always a new example that comes through that people are mendicant, right? You know, uh, Apple comes out and they're this crazy company. They drop the iPhone, the hottest new tech, and everybody wants to be Steve Jobs. Uh, Elon Musk, you know, finally splits from PayPal, or he doesn't split, but he gets his cut out of PayPal. No, I say I don't think he, I don't think he split. Yeah, nah. He you know he got his cut out of PayPal and he starts up a, a, a te- you know Tesla, this super hip. Uh, you know, company trying to break into a old fashioned industry and blam, he's on the S and P 500. Um, and then you got, you know, Jeff Bezos, you know, just Amazon. I don't even mean to say much more, right? People, but you see, but look at the way you're wording. The, look at the way you're wording this, my guy. There, it's it's the idea that the individual person did all this. It's that's that, but that's not true. That's, that's not, true. not true. Not true at all. All these people, all these people cut. All these people really were were cutting were cutting wages, finding their margins, and really just I'd say the the biggest the biggest one that a lot of people. This is something I didn't even really intimately know until I started taking classes. Really started taking my law school classes. Um, really understanding how the courts work and really learning that guy uh, for everybody listening to this podcast uh craziest thing that you really learn in law school law school is a century history class you learn all the laws and cases that set the precedent and 90 percent of the time the big company the big company wins and this becomes more and more apparent really like after the 40s that if you're a big company you can make the laws because it's all about a game of entrenchment how long can you last in court can your can your court case last long enough for the supreme court to pick it up and the supreme court and like that's that's a whole that's a whole different conversation but it really comes out to the point that if you don't got the capital or if you don't have the capital or money it's you it's iraq's the richest story isn't as beautiful no uh, i'll agree with that and i think elon musk came from elon musk came for money jeff bezos came for money bill gates came for money well, i mean 
No, no, I, I get that. And they and they were all raised and they were all raised with that same mindset that their parents gave them. I know it sounds like I know I'm I'm sounding dummy, half empty, glass half empty. No, no, I get you on that. Bill Gates did come from money. Um, Steve Jobs did not come from money. Steve Jobs, um, Steve Jobs came for money. Steve Jobs did not come for money. Bro. Steve Jobs came for money. No, he didn't. Even Steve Wozniak even says the whole idea that they started in garage is a myth. The fact it. that they're telling me they lied to me in the documentary, the movie. Who 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 green who greenlights the documentary? Who backs it? You know, it's always I always like. I guess this comes down to another conversation that I have with people a lot of the time when I post my social political stuff. A lot of people always ask me, "Well, what's a non-biased news source? Like, where can I find non?" bias i'm like that's the wrong way to go about journalism that's the wrong way to go about news because we are all human when you look at when you look at a news source when you look at any piece of media when you look at an article or, or even academic journals teach you teach you this on the way to dive into them you always have to it's it's why the it's why the intro and summary is in the beginning it's not about who's non-biased it's about who does this who does who does this benefit? What is the what is the call of action to this piece of media? What is it make? What is it trying to make you think? What is it trying to make you do? Because that's the point of all pieces of writing. You're never going with the idea of trying to find non-biased news source. You're gonna end up it. You're you're gonna end up real sad because that just really isn't how reality works. And and <laughs> honestly, trying to find things that are non-biased or even talk about bias is just a, really a code word for a lot of capitalists or a lot of r- really new people to normalize a lot of their language because we're saying the correct thing. Everything else is biased. You know, it's the idea that there's ever some, something, there's ever neutrality, which doesn't exist in reality, bro. That's just not a thing. I mean, if you're like a computer program and you were able to see the world, maybe, but... We're not, we're not. No, see, that's that's another. Oh, actually, I got to send then, you that article. Even then, about, even then sorry. you know, a computer program, even if it could embody a, you know, physical vessel and see the world, it would still see it from a certain perspective based on its past experiences. I mean, like, you know, it just be it just be another person it just be another person that went through something and made some kind of decision on what something means. And it would make a, you know, hypothesis and theory from what it sees. But yeah, no, nothing's really everything is one side of, you know, a bigger a bigger truth and it's hard to ever say that somebody's completely truthful right because then you're 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 being able to look at both sides of the coins from your physical body that that that's not i don't i don't believe in that either but um i just looked it up man and it says 80 percent of people that are millionaires which i guess is not the kind of class of people we're talking about we're talking more about billion um they uh first generation millionaires they earn their cash on their own to only about 20 percent of millionaires inherited their riches so it's like one one fifth of people that are millionaires which i don't know why this million dollar number is the number every day we're definitely i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna try to figure out the the billionaire one is 44 percent because right now we live in our inflation has come to a point that really the people who control when when we think of like when we were talking about a conversation about lobbyists how like even Prop 22 had almost over $185 million backing it. Um, so we're going to, let's, that's, so that's the line. So, like, when we, I'd say let's, let's, uh, box a conversation to people who, I, I guess the conversation is that money can change lives. I'm rich, bitch. 
in, in, in a completely in our lives in a completely drastic way. And there, there has to be a conversation that we have to that it's not it's it's not the same as in you and me that like, yeah, we have a certain amount of privacy, how we use our money. And I feel like a lot of people make the mistake of doing that same side of mindset to billionaires like, oh, of course, they can own their yacht, you know, yada, yada. They earned it. But I'm like, OK, sure, sure. Let's agree with that point. Sure. They earned it. They could do what they want. But what else can they do? Because they can do these things. When we talk, I was like, when it comes to a point, like, why are we waiting till something like Prop 22 happens um, before we have a conversation of like, wait a minute, can the CEO of uh, can the CEO of Uber and the CEO of Lyft who don't even live in California affect California law so much? Are, are, is there money allowed to fucking do that? I guess so. Weirdly enough, right? You know what I mean? Weirdly, I mean, it's it's the way. And and that's why we have that conversation, judging by their actions. It's the weird nature of uh, uh, entities, right? Or corporations. Like it's 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 not a real. It doesn't have a real embodiment, but it's treated as if it's an individual, a state, or something. So for some reason, right? Uber and Lyft, who have a probably a location and have a basis in California, can affect California law. Seems uh, weird to me, right? Because like- LA law too, bro. Sixty percent of the city councilmen in LA get they get get their funding from uh, Uber and Lyft, bro. It's crazy. Yeah, right. Because like, isn't that what, what? When does it? When does it become like foreign interference? I mean, I guess it's all domestic, right? All- I like that wording a lot. With it's all- when does it become foreign interference? Yeah, because I mean, right? We, we're going to see it as all domestic, right? It's all within the U.S. But like, at what point can I be, you know, from China and say, hold up, like, <laughs> we're trying to do something in America, and we're going to give you guys tons of money and you know affect your your legislation it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird thing I really think it's, it's definitely uh, no I, I just really like that foreign interference uh that 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 term you use because it makes me think of like when when i think about a, a, a lot of the problems that we have here is it's really the autonomy of the states not really being respected at all you know it's it's it, there's always these conversations from the right saying like uh when, when, like conversation about AOC like well New York uh, I was like Tennessee is in New York like your laws won't work here yada 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 but I'm like every I was like but every day we're in, we're implementing laws like na- nationwide and like it's why are we why is this only a con- why is this only a conversation when we want to do like good shit you know what I mean yeah. why is it oh I was like wait well, it, it's it's like all I hear when I hear arguments like that is we've been I was like we've been treating people People shit for years you know just because you treat them nice in new york doesn't mean we have to change i'm just like i was like tradition is such a garbage fucking excuse tradition is a fucking garbage excuse when human human history has been based on progress yeah i don't know man it's uh i'm 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 really split with everything going on economically because it's such a it's it's all about history right like you talked about with uh learning law right there's always a precedent set and then we either continue to follow a precedent through time while we realize like okay we fucked up that precedent we set long ago and we need to move on from uh that precedent that was set forever ago so it's 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 really weird because you know i've i've been learning over like the past year that you know minimum wage laws were uh based in you know racial inequality you know uh poor yeah just that article you just sent let me 
poor back in the south when it was uh, democratic poor uh, democratic uh, whites were pushing for minimum wage laws to push uh, black people out of job positions because back when minimum wage wasn't around you know a, a white person would do a job for like what 10 bucks per hour but a black person would come do it for you know seven bucks per hour so you know natural the natural capitalist says okay like i can get i'm gonna get the same output likely from both these people i'm gonna hire the i'm gonna, I'm gonna hire the black person right because they're cheaper and then when the minimum wage laws got pushed in, you know, the business owners like, you know, it, it becomes Everyone. less of a thing about how am I going to produce mm. the more, most capital? If I have to pay both these people now 10 bucks per hour, I'm going to I'm going to hire the white person just because I'm going to feel more comfortable. Or, you know, just going into psychology, social, you know, social identity theory. You know, it, people that look like me, I'm going to trust more than people that don't look like me. So, you know, white people, whites in the South, which are going to be the majority of business owners back in, you know, after post Jim Crow laws are going to go and hire whites because they just identify with them based off of their skin color. So it's a it, it's a weird and I, I think it's a it's it's a it's an even weirder thing to even think about um, removing minimum wage now. Right. Because you can't. How do you go and remove minimum wage? Because we've set a precedent that we need to upkeep a standard of living for everybody and things of that nature. And, you know, it's not like the price of rent's going to go down when you take out minimum wage and things of this nature. So it's, 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 it's hard to see where and how uh, the solution for all of the problems, I guess, you know, the working class people are having with corporations and everything is going to come from. It's, it, it, it looks bleak. It looks bleak. And it looks like China. It looks like China. I don't know what's going on over in China. China I, I definitely want to take a trip. I could, I could be our, I could be our resident China expert um, because that's a whole thing. But before I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to hit your point too because really, just, you're 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 laying down you're laying down facts and like from your from your perspective again, like the minimum wage thing, 100% agree with you. And I didn't really uh, know a lot about that history. I know a lot about um, out uh, uh, at will work. Uh, a lot of the shit that even MLK was about to uh, make uh, a march for right before he got assassinated. Um, but I, I, it made me it made me even think that a lot of the, what i knew about the minimum wage history was it was used as an excuse to not have a lot of black union work that a lot of early labor unions made the mistake of not bringing not bringing in the marginalized community because they thought this was a threat to their work like again yeah what you said the black man was working seven it was seven dollars an hour the white man was working ten dollars an hour the white man was probably a union worker and now he's angry he's bringing that to his union they 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 talk about the protection of the work because we have black people who's willing to do it cheaper you know it's that that's where we got. The, that's how we let that infighting. I honestly see mm-hmm. that was one of the biggest failures of the labor of the, the labor history in America because America is one of the few places in the world where it started as a capitalist haven. We started with slavery. We didn't have a history of serfs. We didn't have a history of the peasantry. We don't have history. Uh, we don't. We, we don't have that same history that all these old nations like Europe and Russia do. We we started as a capitalist haven, and what we're only experiencing now is is what happens when it's unchecked. Uh, the America the 40s and 60s had to deal with an act had had to deal with the with the USSR uh, socialism communism so of course so of course there are, so people had actually little living examples of what happens when almost when most necessities are state owned when people are paid a, a living wage when people have everything they ask for so then you enter in America where they have to combat their contradictions of oh don't worry oh uh, we don't worry we'll give you these same social programs too oh look the new deal please don't go to fucking Russia you know 
uh, people people never talk about the black some of the black exodus that happened uh, during the sixties and seventies to the mm. USSR for uh, and that that comes from that same exact conversation. Um, but as soon as that uh, as soon as that fell down during Reagan's era, so did our so so did our social programs. Um, but during that era, we also had the death of unionship. We had the infiltration of the unions by by the mafia, yada yada yada, and that we entered entered the day entered the modern world that we are now. Um, but the other point I wanted to hit too was about can AI be racist? And I just sent you an article about um, because at the end of the day, um, I, I guess a lot of things I'm I'm really touching upon is responsibility. A man makes an AI program, um, and as smart as you can make the AI program, the AI program only does what it's predicted to do and is for and it's been set out to, set out to do you know you know what i mean what somebody told so you yeah what somebody told you. yeah it can't it can't it, it, it people i think people get to uh there have been too much uh glorification and some type of fantasization around ai and people think like ai is writing it so there, there's some ai that is able to adjust itself but most ai has to have a person behind the computer putting some input into it so it's not like an ai is able to be like oh i'm being racist i should stop being racist oh I'm being racist. I'm going to continue being racist. No, it just, it's a bunch of ones and zeros repeating itself based off of what's put into it. So it's, it's and really what, the, what environments and, you know, cause think about it, an AI in the media of like, uh, an AI and an AI has to learn, uh, like what are black people like okay so it's going to go through news sites and most news sites are already biased you know it's it's that example of they're going to find a a selfie of you and your wife beater pointing at the mirror instead of your graduation pic so this ai is going to think is good is going to think okay all all all, all black all black people got to wear wife beaters and take selfie mirrors it's going to start doing that pattern based off the media is presented to we live in a we have most of our most of our large media is racist so what's the ai going to be racist is shit it's it's if there's if there's mostly media that's only white people, the AI is going to think most people prefer media with only white people. Yeah. It's not going to hear the discourse. It's yeah, going to no. see the world it's in. Yeah, it, it seems like this is the the, the end days. It seems like humanity's in it. <laughs> it seems like the, the, end. the you know what was that a uh, 2012? I think that's what the the uh, apocalyptic calendar was when the world was. Supposed it should have fucking happened. <laughs> I mean, they, they were behind. A, they were probably behind. Let's a, get this far. They're probably behind a couple of years due to not calculating the uh, leap year or leap day or something so it seems like it's coming it's coming sooner than later oh well you know at the end of the day at the at the end of the day i just think to myself that i gotta i gotta really just i got really just gotta build myself i really gotta make sure that i'm just above water because something's gonna happen and so you know there's no there's no there's no use and not saying there's no use always think about this shit because if you if information is power you know you always have to be you have to be ready for the next step but um don't it's it's being it's being smart with that information not letting you it's gonna bad news is gonna bog you down Uh, it's 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 a lot it's a lot easier said than done but you can't let that happen you have to you see that as tips of what to do in the future and how this could affect the path that you're on you know yeah you know, I get. Uh, uh, I was like, if, I was like, shit. If America, uh, <laughs> if America is about to go down, a nigga needs to get his clout up and needs to learn Mandarin. <laughs> I think uh, I may, I may take your call. <laughs> yeah, you better stop hopping in that uh, the Duolingo. Start hopping on Duolingo and learning Mandarin that way. Anyhow, and, and you have to find somebody to talk to. That's one of the most important things in learning any language. You can't just be on Duolingo clicking some fucking images thinking you're about to learn to speak a language. You have to utilize it. You gotta act. You gotta act. 
actually talk to people, right? You got to actually talk to a human person. But Wrong. yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm honestly not that worried. I think um, if you're not willing to change with how times are changing, you're always going to get left behind. And I'm, I'm, I'm always looking at my own personal development, personal growth and seeing how I can, uh, you know, do the most, do the most for myself and continue to um, <laughs> shit be, be better than I was before because I'm definitely not as good as I want to be and I'm not as good as uh I'm gonna I'm gonna get so it's it, it's definitely it's definitely uh looking at how you can improve for sure uh yeah man nice nah, learn a man even say my resolution <laughs> oh yeah yeah Did, have you have you set up like a list of resolutions for uh this year this coming year uh, oh shit where's the people have lists I thought it was just like the one thing uh, I mean it's whatever you want man <laughs> so if, it, if, it's, <laughs> if it's just one thing it's just one thing but if you if you're damn to, niggas are gonna think I'm so lazy maybe i mean it, it doesn't really big headed it, does, it doesn't really matter what other niggas think it matters what you what you're doing <laughs> so fuck fuck the other uh, niggas. shit my new year's resolution um god i i, I would everything that i'm I, i'd say be finance financials i would always want to be better at financials um because i just got i got more and more projects man and not more and more project projects, but things are now more set in stone than ever. Um, and I just want to be better at making sure these always succeed. You know, I'm tired of pushing things back. That's always, that's been a, that's been a big problem with me this year that, you know, I'm going all in for something, not realizing that I need a little bit of this to go on to the next step, you know? So I end up having these little breaks and I'm just like that, that has to change, you know, like I have to, I have to commit to my flows. I have to embrace them, but I also have to know what I need to do to be able to keep this going and not be and not being I, 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 god i love this word pragmatic but i have to be um i have to be more pragmatic on you, you know like i i'm aiming for i'm aiming for success but i can't be thinking that this one step is is the success is everything i keep doing yeah it's not the it's not the destination it's the journey so exactly and learning how to like sail sail in that kind of uh that that vast ocean is just constantly changing right you're you're going a certain direction one piece in it trying to get to uh some type of pirate king one piecing it <laughs> one piece i am the pirate king that's my other resolution i'm bullshit i i have not watched one piece in forever bro they're they're at too, what? Many, they're at too many episodes what whoa, 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 whoa. have we been friends so have, have we been friends for this long and i didn't know this bro you're no, like I, a different person I, now i started I started off watching, <laughs> but then it just it started going. It's like it's like if you ask somebody to start up Naruto now, bro, you're gonna be like, uh, you know, they're gonna have to deal with filler episodes and everything. So that's how I feel about One Piece. Not, I can't. I don't think. Like, why don't you read? Why don't you read it? It's the and the manga is so much better I, than I, the anime. I'm not the, the One Piece anime is so profitable that they milk the fuck out of it. So there's so much filler. I can send you just one link that has like all the has every season um boiled down to ten episodes or hour long like Game of Thrones. Nah, I, I bet, I bet. No, nah, manga's always been better than anime. I'm gonna send you that Ma- shit, bro. Manga, I need to get you fucking manga gets straight to the point. It has way more character development. It's just you know, are you lazy or are you not lazy? So. And I probably, when it comes to entertainment, bro, I'm probably more lazy than I am. Uh, not lazy. I'm just trying to watch a video and let that shit ride. Um, but nah, nah, that's that you. So what you're saying is I'm 100% sending you this one piece shit, bro. I got it in Dr. H.E., bro. This is the best, whoever is listening, this is the best anime. Not Actually, not even anime. Best property in the world. That's who? You know, it's like the, it's, um, it's, uh, it's one piece. It's the most profitable IP in Japan. Um, I don't doubt it. Um, actually, let me see if I can find that best 10 list. Uh, profit. 
profitable IPs. I remember seeing this shit on Reddit. You, did you uh, have you started a Bartathon? Um, I try. You know what? I, I tried. I really did, but it just couldn't hit me. I'm just like Naruto ended with the nigga becoming Hokage. Yeah, that's, it was like it had a big. It had a good resolution. It's it's hard to. I mean, it's just hard to see exactly where they're trying to go on Bartathon. They kind of started up saying like. He's uh he's gonna be I'm not gonna try to ruin it for any but any anybody but you know they started up trying to say like where it's it's gonna go but they don't really it's hard to really see how they're gonna get it there especially when the niggas oh, I'm so confused bro uh, actually no One Piece just be Dragon Ball I just looked it up son of a bitch sorry sorry especially what um, well, we're being disrespectful to DBZ it just be Dragon Ball though it just be Dragon Ball it's a new thing okay 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 that makes Pokemon sense. is the number one though Pokemon is the number one IP in the world oh in the no actually. In the world? In the world, dude. 100 billion. Over, like, Coca-Cola and stuff? Nah, definitely. The list goes, the list goes... The list goes Pokemon, oh, Hello Kitty. Pokemon, Hello Kitty, Winnie the Pooh, um, Mickey Mouse and Friends, so all like the Mickey Mouse pro- yeah. properties. Then it goes Star Wars. Um, and then it goes uh, the Disney Princess franchise. Um, and then it goes One Piece and then Marvel. Dang, hold up. I need to get into universe building. <laughs> they making it sound like it's too easy over here. Hold up. Bro, oh, bro, bro. Watch, bro. The, world, the, bro, the world's not going to be ready for my static shock script, bro. Yeah. Nigga Michael B. Jordan got the rights to the movie, bro. I'm trying to I'm trying to finish this shit quick. Did he really get the rights to the movie? Yeah, bro. They're gonna start they're definitely gonna start shopping out scripts in the next like four to five months. So I'm trying to get my shit correct, you better, bro. Ken, you better get that you better actually have already written all that shit down. Bro, what do you mean, bro? Remember, I've been talking about this since college, bro. Uh, I wanna see it. We we wanna see it happen for sure. So oh, bro, uh, bro, watch, bro, watch, bro. Nigga's elite, bro. Nigga's elite. Speak it, speak it into reality right now. Say say what you got. Speak, oh shit well i guess uh, like the the biggest t- <laughs> i will i will i will be made i will be writing the static shock movie i i want that i want that so bad it could be a tv show too but a nigga's trying to fuck up a budget nah if you want to fuck up a budget do a tv show bro it's, uh, oh, like some game of thrones it's, it's hard uh, okay let me take that back because i i can't really think of one really good superhero tv show that that's that's come back around right like they always they're always gonna I'm not to say the boys but season two didn't really yeah and they're always gonna they're always gonna redo like a spider-man one or something like that but if if you're really trying to fuck up a check and get some money go with the movie real quick the the movie's always gonna be secured it's just it's hard to it's i'll say the reason it's so hard to um probably the reason it's so hard to fuck up a massive check with a superhero show is because the universe has already been built so it's like if when the universe has already been built you have people that are canon like super fans that are like this ain't canon what the fuck this shit's whack and then you got people trying to learn and try to get into it and then they hear people talking about this ain't canon this shit whack and they're like oh well this ain't true to like what you know this superhero is uh well i don't i don't think i like this as much so that's where i gotta say like jk rowling coming out with harry potter which really ain't like too revolutionary right like she came out with like a nice wizard story but it was like a brand new universe so she could do whatever she wanted so that's that's why jk rowling was one of the people i found that she's a billionaire and she didn't she didn't come for money her and oprah winfrey but you know you didn't elon musk and jeff bezos and all them they weren't on the list so you know that 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 goes to support your point about billionaires get their money and then you 
you know, I, I, when you think about it, how are you going to make a billion dollars? It's hard to make, to make a billion dollars in your lifetime. Yo, I want to, Hey, that's, I will. Let me say it right now. I got to speak into the universe too. I'm going to make a billion. I'm going to make a trillion dollars in my lifetime. A trillion dollars. I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah. We, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, uh, uh, factor inflation into it. <laughs> I gotta factor hyper inflation of, uh, the U S dollar into what's it. Even a, what's even a trillion dollars. Oh, our debt. That's about it. Actually, you know, I, I hate, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm sad. I even brought this up. The military budget is the million. Is the military budget a billion? I mean, a trillion. They probably got a trillion military budget. Probably doubt. I, I, I'm actually, if they don't, I would be surprised. Military budget 2020. Yeah, look that shit up. <laughs> well, I'm pretty damn close. 934 billion. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. 90 what? Like I said, I didn't even know it was. I didn't. I knew it was fat because niggas always love those pie charts as memes, bro. But god damn. <laughs> I told you, bro. I was like, "Holy shit, Not, it bro!" It, it definitely has to be close to a trillion. So that's what a trillion. Means. What's the GDP? What's the GDP around the world, bro? Hold up, bro. The GDP around the world is like. Hundred quadrillion, right? Oh no, no, I'm not. I'm not combining it. I'm just saying, like, is the military? Does the military have more money than most fucking countries? Sounds like it. Oh no, the the, uh, the GDP me... around the world is 142 trillion international dollars. The average GDP, average GDP of the world. Yeah, hit me, oh, bro. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna look that up. It's definitely more. It's definitely more of the average GDP. Oh, f- uh, bro, I'm looking this shit up, bro. Hold on, bro. This shit is nuts. As of 2019, the estimated average GDP per capita of all countries of the world is $18,381. Okay, so I looked at I so I looked it up. The US military has more money than the GDP of this everything so in the top in the top 25 list of most of, of highest G- gdp the u.s military if it was his own nation would be like number 16 above netherlands i'm not surprised that's fucking insane that has more money than netherlands has more money than saudi arabia has more money than turkey has more money than switzerland has more money than poland god damn more money than thailand sweden fucking belgium nigeria Oh wow, Nigeria's up here on twenty-five. All right, let's go, oh, Nigeria. Man. Let's go. Oh, we got an African country on the on the spot. Let's go. What was it? What hey. was there an Asian country? There had to be an Asian country. You said. Oh, there's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know. You, you know. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like there had China, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, I was. Um, You're disrespecting China, about South bro. America. President Z. There's not a South. President America. Z is about to come. There's not a South America one above Nigeria. I imagine. Uh, Brazil. Brazil. Where? How high were they? Number nine. Oh, I'm bugging out. Sorry. Sorry. Bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got a shit ton of. Bro. I actually have a shit ton of South American fans, bro. I got to actually. Um, I was gonna. I, I was. I was gonna talk to you about your trip to Costa Rica, bro. I, I dead ass got to set up like. Uh, I have to set up a tour soon because I'd be. Uh, that, that's just a great fucking idea. Yeah. Um, I just so many. I've learned Portuguese though. There's so many fucking languages, bro. Why aren't there just like five, like a video game? Why can't I just learn no. skills like just like a video game, bro? Just pick up a book and that just shit's just in my head, bro. I hate it. I mean, you can. I mean, you can learn all these other languages. It's just once again, you gotta. That's. I mean, one of my life goals is to learn a lot of languages. I'm not gonna be able to learn them all, right? Because there's always different dialects and whatnot. But you know, definitely. English, I already got that knocked off the list, as we can all tell. I mean, it's not my best language. It's a lot of hard work, huh? at it, But, you know, uh, I'm, I'm cool. Hey, English, bro? English is... The Germanic languages, bro. Just so much, so different than all the other languages. Mandarin's one I want to learn. Spanish. Uh, Japanese, for sure. Um, 
Australian, that's English, but I want to get the accent down. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Uh, oi, oi, you know, oi. There's, there's a ton. Really, that's the key thing. If, if you just start imitating, like, because you're right about, uh, you got to start speaking to people if you want to learn a language. Like, the best way, especially when you're, picking, when you're speaking with people, is learning how they say shit. How they say shit. Because... Yeah, because when you're reading it, it's 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 so easy for it to seem difficult. Yeah, and you're trying to like, and you might be saying it through like your mother tongue, and you're like, you know, you're trying to say some shit, and you're not pronouncing it fully right through the way. So it's it's it partially you're speaking through proper. Yeah, it, it, the thing is like you really got to like immerse yourself in the in the uh, language. Like you got to start watching different shows in the language. You got to start like listening and being able to separate like the consonant or the syllables and the and where the sentence ends and all that kind of stuff the different variations it's it i mean i think it's something beautiful though like when i'll go to the uh grocery store and there'll be like um super old people like hella old like they're in their 80s definitely retired there's a bunch of like assisted living home homes and apartments by me but uh there'll be people in the uh, grocery store just talking and they're like their mother tongue i believe it's russian uh to other people and i'm like that's beautiful that's just beautiful to see uh how much language uh connects people you know you know if you can connect with somebody uh, nothing else really matters y'all can talk about anything y'all can argue but you know there's there's kind of just a mutual respect there like i understand you you understand me we kind of have a, a, a it, it breaks down that wall like oh you're black you're white it doesn't matter we can speak the same language we can we can talk obviously there's still racist in different languages but i think that's something that's beautiful about uh, language in general like, um when you when people talk about racism in other countries it kind of goes back to people need to understand the cons the the context and weight of things you know when when uh, people are, are talking about the Hong Kong protests, like they're uh, about their police there, I'm like, the, I was like, Hong Kong police do not have the history of American police. Do not put them in the same vein or historical category as what we're dealing with right now. They're not saying to fund the police. Their structure isn't meant like that at all. It's it's and if, if I even want if I if I even want to go deeper, we could we I could talk all day about the fact that uh, it's is dead ass just another CIA infiltration, really just funding groups uh, to create instabilities in other countries and Hong Kong is one of the, the most favorite spots to do it against China that or the conversations about the Dalai Lama um, actually actually uh, uh, when I was looking at the COVID relief bill bro uh, that's actually something I wanted to talk about just talk about a little bit the COVID relief bill has has money set aside to instill a new Dalai Lama bro. I'm just like wow America really can't just foreign interference bro American really America really just can't leave other people alone when we have so much fucking problems over here how are we gonna get 500 million dollars to fuck around with China again but not give that money to the fucking citizens, bro. I'm just so fucking tired of it, bro. It's it's just exhaust it's just so exhausting getting treated like shit here, bro. 500 million? 500 fucking million, bro. 500 million, bro. That's a lot, bro. Yeah, you know, I've 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 decided I, 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 this is probably another uh, resolution of mine is I'm a I'm gonna go on a low information diet. I'm a I'm a I'm a definitely stay in touch with like things that going are going on like uh you know, you definitely want to know about uh, stuff going on in your uh, near your family and in your in your home country but i'm gonna go on a, a very low information diet and be focused on focused on the check focused on the paper bro because there's too many things in this world now that are distracting that can distract from your goal or distract from your journey distract from your mission distract from your destiny and it's like honestly it doesn't matter i can go if i have enough money or at, at the point i have enough money i can go live wherever i want be treated as well as i'm why am i tripping about living in america if this is let me let me just see this as a temporary case of living in the states 
I can eventually go live anywhere. So I'm I'm a I'm a have a, a something on a keychain or on my phone to remind me of that shit because you know America, a beautiful country, but there's plenty of other beautiful countries out there where the people are nicer and the women are just as beautiful and. You know, you don't got to worry about the police beating your ass, you know, anytime you <laughs> anytime you walk into the grocery store with your hoodie on because it's cold outside. I you know? uh, to hit your point, I would say information is still power, dog, but I understand where you're coming from, too, because like there is it's there is, it's really hard to find the fucking good news. Um, I, I guess this is another one of those questions I get asked a lot um, about how to parse news and. I tell people that it's what you said, you know, focus. I, I tell people find three things that are that are, are really important to, you, you know, uh, mine. Mine is infrastructure, education and housing. These are and these are the three things I only focus on when I when I go through when I go through the news and see what article I want to read about, because um, people might say, like, well, isn't that too car, uh, car compartmentalizing? Uh, but I'm just like, nah, because at the end of the day, you're going to find you're going to come around to the same answer. Answer, uh, that all these things are and is that that capitalism is fucking up your day to day. But it's it's going to just help a lot with that inundation of information that really, uh, I guess, that's the bad thing of the Internet that. It, we there's no how to how to there's no internet 101 you know there's not classes of how to parse information wh- what you what you really need to keep in your head noggin you know it's it and it can seem overwhelming that people just want to shut everything out but it goes back to that information is power uh, really yeah of course everybody's goal should be really building enough capital or r- r- enough power that the capital that's above you doesn't uh affect you too neg- uh, negatively and you know postpone your dreams but it that information is also power that how it could do that. Well, what's it? What is it? Is it stopping? It goes right. Is it stopping your future goals? Do what do you have to do in the now to make sure it doesn't? You know what's oh what's this motherfucker? Uh, what's what's this motherfucker investing into? Is this gonna fuck me up? Yeah. But if you focus on the three things that you care about, then you you'll you'll know years before um, anything really hurts you. Yeah. I, I mean, I think, or at least like a weak heads up. You know, <laughs> information is important, but it. it it's it's the uh, you know one you got to make sure you got the right information and two um, you want to make sure that you're applying it right so it's a little bit of that whole entire information knowledge and application right because you can know you can know everything right but if you don't do shit and you're sitting on your ass like it means nothing you ain't gonna you ain't gonna get nothing from it so it's a little bit of making sure that you're getting new information that helps you along the way and. You're applying it, adjusting your current knowledge base to uh, taking that new information and re uh, reform your perspective and then applying that again and again. But, yeah, you know, I think there's a there's a, you know, social media in general uh, has definitely swayed. Uh, perception information in a certain way and then also you know just it's allowed people to waste their time and just you know watch cat videos all day like and i'm not saying (laughs) new neon cat yeah and there's nothing wrong with that right like to the people that are making money off of posting cat videos like they know like that they they specialize or they that's their hobby and they make some money off of it right but to everybody else like wasting their time on it like it's a it's you got to have some type of self-awareness to be like is this actually like if I die today or you know whatever I have to look back at my last week and I just was on social media liking 
you know, pictures or whatever, do wasting time and not contributing anything. Does it, did it, did it do anything for, for me? And, you know, that's, that's a personal question everybody has to answer. And yeah, you know, you can say, yeah, you can say no, but end of the day, that's, that's a personal choice and a personal decision uh, that you gotta, you gotta represent or decide, you know, how much your life is worth, how much your time is worth, how much you value yourself. So that's a, that, you know, and, that, and that's where I, I mean, this is where really, going back to what we talked about i don't know if you know people can say you know i i I value myself but you know it's a that's where that's reflected in everything you do do you really value yourself you know do you even clean up your room do you make your bed like come on my nigga how you gonna say you value yourself but you got uh, you got you got (laughs) anyway you still got a pizza doing your three stacks of pizza boxes on your fucking uh nightstand or you got like piss cups underneath your bed like piss cups yeah you don't know people got piss cups bro (laughs) <laughs> nigga said what nigga no nah, i remember seeing that shit remember um that one nanny show um super nanny yeah when they were dealing just of these badass families and kids yeah i remember seeing the only time i ever seen a piss cup was some kid just pissed in the cup and left it in his room bro and the mom got so angry like why'd you piss in the cup and the nigga was like because nigga had a pee <laughs> nah bro nah piss cups is like a is, is a real thing like people will just pee in a cup and like store that underneath like their bed or whatever like they'll just have just because they can't get their ass up to the fucking toilet bro just because they really won't get up and go to the toilet like whether it's them waking up in the middle of the night or whatever like they won't do that like this is this i'm not even i'm not even joking around like this is i don't know if it's an epidemic (laughs) but there are there are a ton of people that will just pee in a cup and store that underneath their bed and some people you know there's a class of people that will go early in the morning and dump it in the toilet and but then there's just people that got it you know a water bottle screwed up class of people bro i don't know i don't know if this is like an rpg bro (laughs) (laughs) the cup pisser life life is the realest (laughs) rpg there is man nothing gets more realistic than uh life uh but not millennial age a new rpg hitting the streets (laughs) but not (laughs) that's actually like a severe not a severe but like there's people that just are nasty like that bro are you sure about that (laughs) there's just people that i i I was a i i I ain't gonna lie i was one of them nasty motherfuckers at one point in life too when i was younger bro i would just be i did not want to get up in the middle of the night i was scared of the dark i would just go piss in a cup Uh, oh oh, bro okay i'm gonna (laughs) cut you right there bro you niggas don't need to know this bro it's okay bro sometimes you gotta just be vulnerable and let it out i'm not i'm not like this anymore i changed this was like when i was six so if you judge me because i was a six-year-old scared of the dark not trying to go to the bathroom because we ain't have no night he's lying everybody still does this it's cool but nah i just you know before my parents would wake up i go to the bathroom dump it in the toilet go downstairs wash the cup i did all that bro because i was just like i'm not about to (laughs) watch it watch your parents drink from the same fucking cup (laughs) relax bro i was was washing i had a conscious fucking but bro bro but what you're hitting on though is really just like um i guess that's like another thing with you learn with progress is that nihilism is one of those inherent things in like because uh, like if you just leave for, for certain parts if you just leave the food out they're just gonna keep eating if if you're not portioning out their meals they're just gonna keep eating until they get fat and die you know it's it's we're constantly fighting against like nihilistic nihilistic tendencies you know like it's it's 
it's the idea that the easiest mindset for a lot of people is thinking that as soon as you're comfortable for like two or three or five days, you can just stop. Like this is what you this is what you worked for. This is what you worked for, right? To not do anything. But the the harshest truth to progress is learning that that never stops. You have to keep going. It really so you rest is for the dead. Yeah. Rest is for the dead. Really. And that 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 rejection of and that life is constantly re- is life is constantly rejecting the idea that really life is that life is meaningless. Life is what you make it. Life is the goal. Life is the goal that you set out to do. And that you will have to be that, that making your goal being comfortability is a goal doomed for failure. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a, it's a goal doomed for failure, but it's a, it's a low bar. I, I guess it's, it, yeah. it's, it's, I guess it's, it's the idea what people consider comfortable. You know, I guess like I'm using the idea yeah, of exactly comfortable, right. like uh, just not doing shit in your house. Um, like you, you have everything. So why work for anything? You know what I mean? Exactly. You know, like, I guess I'm, I'm not thinking of the comfortable, the comfortable of like, uh, you're, you, you get to, you, you own a nice prop, you own a nice property land. You get to grow as much, many vegetables as you want. Like you're, you're doing what you want. You know, that's, that's, you're, you're still working for something. You're, 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 you're comfortable in your work. Yeah. But even then, like, right. That's not what I want to be. Yeah. Comfortable is all in the, in in the eyes of the beholder. Like there's, there's the people like pissing in a cup. Oh, I'm comfortable doing this. (laughs) And you feel me? There's people that, you know, uh, start up a a million dollar business making, bracketing over a hundred million dollars a year. And they say, you know, I'm comfortable doing this. This is where I'm going to stop. And they just don't progress the business anywhere. Eventually it dies or whatever. But, you know, it's you got to I think a a big thing that we don't teach our our kids. And, you know, it's it's something that you have to kind of see up close and experience through life itself. Right. Is that life is always changing. It's always going to get uncomfortable. It's always going to it's always going to continue to progress around us. And we can't look to find comfort in uh, the material things around us, the external world. We got to kind of find comfort in the chaos that goes around us mm. and, and navigate towards what we want in life. And, you know, as in I, I'm personally I, I know for myself, like I'm a person like once I get something, I already know I'm There's going to be something beyond it. I want like it might not come right away. It might come later. But like I just I, there's just like an insatiable hunger for me, like just to continue to experience different things in life, meet new people, all that kind of stuff. So I, I know like my hunger is always going to be fed by that. Um, but, you know, it's not like that. I, I always have to respect that, you know. I think to learn it's it's you no, know, what you're saying is facts. What you're saying is complete facts. Um, I guess what I was saying is that it's it's a hard lesson for people to understand because we get fed the idea of how things should be you know you you get a job you get a family and then boom that's it you're comfortable you should be happy um and and inherently gives an idea that that means that you're working for you're working for the idea to do nothing where it's no it's the embracement of we have to you and we have to we inherently as a species we we love we love to work we love being able to create things that's our i'd say that's one of the, the few usually arguments against human nature are bullshit um and they're in bad faith but that's one of those ones that are completely valid uh, completely valid 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 no, <laughs> even, even in the what you should do in life thing you know you being able to uh, have a kid and raise that kid that's creating something that's creating life and you know everybody says you know er- anybody that ever has a kid is like oh you know once you have a kid it's just so much different and you know i don't doubt it because you gotta you start viewing the world completely different you're like looking trying to look through the world through your son or daughter's eyes and make it as beautiful as possible for them or whatever right whatever you're trying to do something to to create a beautiful picture for that life you made um but yeah you know i i, I, also, I also understand like everybody doesn't have as uh, lofty dreams as 
surprises me and it's okay. It's okay to get to a point of being comfortable, but there's a, there's kind of, you know, that voice in your head, that a uh, critic in your head. Sometimes you gotta, uh, if you have that critic in your head you gotta kind of, uh, make sure that you, you are at a place where you're saying like, Hey, like when this ends, when I'm gone, am I, I'm going to be happy with everything I did. You know, I feel like a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people go through life saying like, Oh, like, I think I got to do this because my parents told me I have to do this. And we don't ever take enough time to really sit down uh, with with ourselves and say, like, yo, am I really about to spend, you know, the prime years of my life working from 25 to 65, 40 years of my life to retire? No. I, you know, for me personally, no, because <laughs> no. you know, tomorrow isn't promised. So what am I doing? I, you know, I save, I invest, all that kind of stuff for my future if it comes. But you know, working 40 years of my life to get to some place where I'm going to be like, I don't want to work anymore. I I can't imagine because I don't see myself wanting to just be in a job, be in a position, be in a corporation where I'm like, yeah, I'm so happy I'm leaving this place after 40 years. Like I want to be every single day up till the day I die, like Michelangelo, just working, working, working because I'm loving what I'm creating. So every, I, I think if, you know, if everybody in the world was really pursuing that, it'd be a much more beautiful place. What do you think about the, uh, uh, what do you think about that quote? Um, God, I, I heard this from, I, I heard this from this, from some fool in the studio, but I, I can't remember the original person, but it's, uh, it goes like this. Uh, you, you only you only meet somebody as far as they've met themselves and <laughs> yeah right there's, there's there's layers to that one there's layers to that one and it makes me kind of think of what you're saying that um it, it kind of brings this a holistic idea of how people are like it, it makes me think that we all can really come to the same idea same sort of thinking same idea of how life is uh everybody has that same kind of kind of same sort of like brain pathways eventually we all start thinking on the, the same things of how to go about life, yada, yada, yada. And it makes me think about what you say about not, not a lot of people find their goals or that what they're supposed to do, or some people are just ruled by the choices of other people. Um, and it makes me think of that quote of, is there a responsibility of people who found their goals to teach people how to find their own goals? Yeah. It's because it, it are people naturally, when I think about that quote, everybody eventually, it, uh, if I have to think like glass half full, eventually everybody's going to find their own goals of uh, find what their path is. And eventually they'll you know, have that same, you know, line of thinking that, you know, you ought to come to come through. I'm not supposed to be working just to not do anything. I'm supposed to be working for something I enjoy. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a personal believer. There's always, there always will be have and have nots, um, not even in a, a wealth standpoint, but even in like looking at this quote, you know, a person calling me you as far as they, they've met themselves. There's people that will have met themselves and there's people that will, will have not best met themselves since, um, now that, you know, I, I, um, that quote definitely, uh, that, that speaks volumes because if you have and take a good look at yourself and really said like, hey, this is who am I, right? I think that probably is the best question to to ask on to, to even start the journey of, you know, meeting yourself is who am I, understanding where you've been, how you've gotten to where you are, you know, looking back at all the mistakes you've made, forgiving yourself, um, and then looking on to what is it you want to do, you know, that that's a that's a great way to meet your to meet yourself where you are. But you know, I, I often I often catch myself. You know, I'm I'm always thinking not always, but I'm, I catch myself often thinking about the future and what can be, what's going on. And I I've made it a personal practice and uh, kind of one of the things for me to focus on in the new year is to is to be present, not be too worried about the future. Definitely have it in mind, but uh, be enjoying the present with the people around me and understand like. 
you know the once again it's 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 great to think about your future but the moment you're in right now is the realest moment you're ever gonna uh experience so i've i've been taking that on as as something to definitely practice more because you know if you're not in the future or if you're not in the present excuse me if you're not in the present you're either in the past or you're in the future and those are both two moments that no longer are real right the realest thing you got right the realest thing we got right now is me talking to you you talking to me people listening to this podcast that's that's the truth and you know we're going we're going about our days enjoying life and everything but it's moments like these where we're connecting bonding with other people that really matters i guess like to add some positivity because we've just been saying some real shit um i guess like what would you if you had to be a glass half full what would you like to happen in 2021 what would make 2021 like besides like the obvious like oh like the the u.s government magically like fucking remembers to like uh remembers to give a shit about people and like help us out and the vaccine like yada yada fixes everything uh besides that like what would you what would you what would make uh 2021 better for 20 better than 2020 for you um are we asking from a personal standpoint or like from a you know I'm looking at it from a humanitarian standpoint. I feel like from a humanitarian standpoint, like I feel like everybody kind of has like the same answers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, it's just, it's, it's so obvious that, you know, people want, people want the normal again. Um, but I guess it's like, I'm asking for an answer that doesn't, that doesn't, uh, that doesn't rely on that. You know, I say the, um, biggest thing I want to happen in 2021 um, is for people to question um, um, is to really uh, uh, um, be able to see the world for what it is right not not uh, candy coated um, looking at it through rose tinted lenses um, really see the world for what it is and um, come into kind of a collective uh, uh, standpoint of saying like is this the world that we want to we want to live in as a um, as a people, um, cause you know, that's all we are. We're just one people. Um, and even more than that, we're the planet, we're the, uh, species, the animals, the resources of this planet. We're more than, uh, the physical body. Our physical body tells us we're, um, this beautiful, and this is, we're all this beautiful planet together. And I want us to really take a look at it and say, you know, is this really how we want to treat ourselves? You know, how we treat, um, you know, the wildlife and having trash in the sea is, you know, a reflection of how we see ourselves as um, a species. Um, and is that what we really want to uh, pass down to future generations and have be the legacy of humanity? And I really want us to take a take a, a good sense and perspective to be able to just look at it and be like, damn, this really isn't this. Is, this really is not what um, the the world should be. We, we can do so much more and make it so, so a, a really beautiful place to to live life and that's uh I, I just want the question to be posed um and, and the perspective to be able to be drawn on by the majority of people to say um what is what is this world what is this life we are all living and is this something i want it to be you know i want people to take a, a personal um and have that subjective nature behind it to really answer for themselves like is this the world they want to live in because you know what if everybody you know if the majority of people want to live in a world where you know war and destruction famine 
um, and poverty is. Whoa, calm down, Jamal. I don't know if there's people who who, who want that, <laughs> like who want just that. I, I think there's usually that go. I don't think there's niggas out there. But no. There's probably niggas out there, but like, I don't know. It's this, like. And this is, where I, I mean, this is where I pose it, right? If, that, if that's what people want, hey, go ahead. Y'all can do that. I'm going I'm to go try to figure out my own thing over here. I'll let, if, you know, I got to leave Earth or whatever to uh, live in some place that's not as damned, I guess that's what it is. But, you know, I, I want us all to, <laughs> I, wanna, I want everybody to be able to enjoy uh, this existence as what it is. And, and just first, the, the question has to be posed for everybody, you know, is this the, is this the world I want to live in? Is this the world uh, I want to leave behind? So that's that's probably the biggest thing I want to happen in, in 2021 is just some type of uh, not even awakening. Right. I just want it to be uh, kind of that question to be posed. Right. That question be posed for people to answer and take a, a look inside to to come to a true answer for themselves. What about you, man? What, what, what are you looking for in 2021 to have? You're just fucking just saying bangers. So. <laughs> I'm like shit. No, you're saying a lot of shit. I was agreeing with. So I'm like, fuck. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess like, uh, I guess it's 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 not too unrelated to your point that I would like uh, in 2021 for people to really take an acceptance um, that life is going to get harder. I think that once the majority of people really just. Uh, Coinsley just accept that matter of truth. The conversations in the future will be much easier to deal with, much easier to find answers with. And really, a lot of discourse will finally have like um, an ending to them. It's um, it's it, it's something it's it's that cold conversation again, like people want things to go back to normal. Normal is not going to happen again. So let's let's, you know, let's, you know, bite the let's bite the pillow. <laughs> <laughs> realize that yeah it's just gonna get harder like and we have to just accept that and once you accept that there's way more fucking answers there's it's it's the hard the, the hard decision becomes the real decision um uh it's i i even hate the wording hard decision because it's the the hard problems require hard answers how do you and to think yeah, yeah how do you see it again how do you see it again i'm sorry you finish your thought and i don't want to break the stream of consciousness no no um you can you can ask your question because all uh, all is re- that's i guess that really just ends my point that it's it's uh we we still live in a coddled society really <laughs> um we we live in a generation of people that well i guess specifically to um, americans really we we we're a generation of kids that really haven't we we didn't live through the civil rights movement. Nope. So we lived through, we lived through this new era only with the histories, the historical examples we have, we have in the past, but those historical examples don't talk about uh, the nuance of things of, yeah, life will get harder. You know, we only think it's, I guess just the way we teach history. We only see point A, point B. Um, uh, we, we see the beginning and then we see the results, but we don't talk about that in between that, that shows that, can, that, that life shift that was so normal really um, for most of, for, really most of human history um but really just the way we've consumed media the way we teach the kids the way we teach these generations that's something that is not like intimately known to a lot of people you know it's 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 considered revelation it's a it's considered a revelation to us for us even to think to even talk about the moments we realized like oh shit like this shit's gonna be harder like why isn't that something why is why isn't that something that comes to us much earlier in life you know it's and like that's that's the problem when i think about the when i and i say specifically america because when i have these conversations uh with my cousins overseas you know from the congo to belgium to france um uh, 
of course, you know, uh, everybody grows in different ways, you know, comes to different conclusions. But something that I saw that was very different from people growing up in America and other countries, that the idea of of the world being hard is a completely accepted thing across the world. And that's a very difficult thing for some reason for a lot of Americans. And I just makes me come around to the idea that, yeah, we've just been fucking coddled. We've been raised, we, we were taken straight from the tea to think that uh, we're, we're the best and because we're the best, nothing will be a problem. And that's, and look at what that is and look at how much damage that thinking has done. Do you think, uh, so you're saying that, you know, it's going to get harder. Do you, it, does that mean it's going to be get worse or get better in your opinion? It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse? Like there's nothing, there's nothing, there's nothing in the cards right now that says anything's going to get better, bro. Like, we started off with getting a $1,200 check six months ago to getting only $600. What happened to the man talking about he's the half glass full type of guy? Oh, no, this is like, I'm a glass half full guy. This is, I guess, like, uh, let me use my favorite word of the of the, of the the day right now. A nigga is pragmatic. Like, it's don't don't get uh, don't get your hopes too high when the people who have the ability to control your life have given you no reason to think otherwise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, getting ready for you, Craig, getting ready for the new dawn, a new era, I guess in terms of positives um chapter 1000 of one piece hit that shit was fire uh, <laughs> um but i'm really uh, once again like with all this news i use this news as just power bro this is just like the, the the learned man is the powerful man the man who knows what's going on uh knows his worth and knows what he's got to do to be able to make sure that his goals are fucking completed so at the end of the day i say all this shit um but i do not land it let, let it hamper me down in the slightest you know, yeah. I'm just like, I'm just, uh, you know, it, it makes it, it gives me more power, you know, just to walk into the world knowing like I know what the fuck is going on. So I know what to so I know what to to fucking do. Yeah, yeah no, um, that's a, I mean, that's the most important thing. You can't can't let the everything outside get you get you torn, you know, torn down or battered up. You got to always look within at, you know, the strength and courage, resilience that. I think everybody has to push on, push on past the hard times and realize, you know, life, life goes in waves. You're going to have highs, you're going to have lows, but there's always a lesson in anything you're going through with, you know, it's, it's only to make you stronger. So 2020 was definitely a year that I think taught a lot of people, you know, how to be resilient, how to figure it out. 2021 is going to even demand a little more um, from everybody to uh, figure it out, do more. So it's just all about taking that time and saying, you know, Hey, this is all going to be okay. Everything's going to be good. I'm going to figure it out. I've done it before. I got plenty of supportive people around me and we're going to, we're going to do amazing. So that's, that's what 2021 is about to me. I think that's a great way to end it. Want to sign us off? Yes, sir. Well, thank y'all for listening to another episode of The Secret Public Plan. We talked about a lot of stuff. Once again, 2021 is right around the corner. 2020 was a crazy year, and we are hoping the best for all our listeners. You were listening to The Secret Public Plan. I am K. Lil Combs. Follow me at all socials at K. L-I-L-C-O-M-B-S. You can follow me at all socials at hey underscore Tilia, T-H-I-L-L-I-A. That's my socials and, and everything. So do not be confused. Please join us at Discord on the Secret Public Plan server. to Let's have a conversation. Let us know how you feel about the show. And hope you uh, hope you guys have a great New Year's or unless your calendar changes to December 32nd and we're still in this fucking bullshit year. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We out. And y'all have a blessed day. Stay fresh.